0: Welcome to Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Your host, b General Manager Kevin Jean and Diowa Ranger Pro Staffer Steve Graff will keep you up to date on what's happening on the best lakes in the Arklatex region, with a primary focus on Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bin, two guys who have fished at a high level with Pro-Am experience with ABA, BFLs, Toyota Series, and BASS Opens. Anglers with a wealth of knowledge and willing to share, so pull up a chair. Kick back and see why so many anglers watch Tackle Talk Live. Here are your hosts, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Tackle Talk Live right here on the shores of Sibley Lake in Natchitoches, Louisiana. I'm Ranger Dower Pro Staffer Steve Graff. And yes, that's right. Kevin is not here today, but. Our thoughts and prayers are with him and his wife, Alyssa, who is actually undergoing an emergency appendectomy and looking forward to hopefully that's going to turn out just fine. Kevin is on his way to be by her side and uh, so he will not be with us today, but that's okay. The show must go on and we're going to keep it going today. We've got a great show lined up for you, by the way. We have got on our show... Benji Gallette, he is one of the guys of Team Gallette and uh, Dustin Rivers. They won the Brandon Belt Tournament over on Sam Rayburn this past weekend, the first annual Brandon Belt Tournament. So looking forward to having Benji on, get his insight on the tournament. Uh, a lot of things went on with that event. The, the, the weather uh, had to cancel day two. Uh, everybody fished day three. I mean, there was no cut. It was it, it was kind of a cluster. There was a lot of things that went on in the course of this event that uh, some things we'll get into, some we won't. But overall, it turned out to be a great event, great tournament, great participation. I think they had uh, about 330 boats overall were in this event, uh, give or take a few. I'm not sure if I'm exactly right on that, but I'm close. And uh, But either way... Somebody had to win, and two guys from our area actually won this event, and uh, so we'll get Benji on uh, and, and see exactly what him and Dustin did to, to create that win. We also got the uh, BFL results from Toledo Ben. We've got that lined up for you, and uh, a guy we had on last week actually won the tournament again this week. It's good luck to be on this show. So if you're on this show, you got an opportunity to really set yourself up to do very well in tournaments by being on Tackle Talk Live. So it's good luck for you, and uh, as Wolf will allude to that here in just a little bit. But before we get to our first guest, we'll get Benji on the phone in just a minute. We're gonna take a real quick break to recognize a few of our awesome sponsors, and when we return with more Tackle Talk Live.
0: Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in your hand, Toledo Healthcare will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Healthcare, Located on Highway 6, just south of Toledo Town, or you can call 318-508-5323. For all your boating needs, check out Shreveport's newest marine dealer, The Boat Shop. Raymond Kidd and his great staff will take care of all your engine repair needs or anything else that needs fixing. A certified Yamaha Mercury dealer, they carry two of the best fishing boats on the market from SeaArk and Camus. The Boat Shop is never short on trade-ins as they're always willing and able to make you the best deal possible. Looking for great boat accessories? They're a full-support garment and Minn Kota dealer. So the next time you're in the market for a new or used boat, Or maybe you just need to service the boat you have, let the boat shop fix you up. To learn more, call 318-402-0399 or go to ShreveportBoatShop.com. The next time you're on I-49, just south of Natchitoches, Louisiana, stop by Cypress Knee Outdoors. A store within a store, Cypress Knee is located inside 3J's 4-Way. Whether you need gas, food, or drinks, they have it. While you're there, check out Cypress Knee Outdoors and pick up whatever hunting or fishing tackle you need. Top name brands like Strike King, Santone, Pro, or the number one soft plastics made, VNM. On the hunting side, they carry guns from Mossberg, Winchester, and Remington. Plus, they've got a great supply of ammunition. Let John Abram and his staff show you everything Cypress Knee has to offer. Located just one mile east of 127 on I-49 or call 318-238-HUNT. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk
1: Live. Thank you for tuning us in. And uh, real quick, I want to recognize these fine sponsors for this first segment. Toledo Health, The Boat Shop, 3J's Fourway, home of Cypress Knee Outdoors. Make sure you stop by and see John Abraham and the gang right down here just south of Natchitoches. Exit 127 off I-49. Uh, I think you'll like what you see when you walk in the store. Just a great location. Great store. Hunting, fishing, whatever you get. Whatever you need or want, they've got it at Cypress Knee Outdoors. So, uh, and also while you're there, check out their awesome deli. They got some great food in there as well. So anyway, getting back to our guest, uh, we we've got Benji Gillette. Uh, Benji's an old Converse boy and grew uh, grew up and raised right there in Converse, Louisiana. And Benji, man, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. And uh, I guess first of all, have you gone to the bank yet?
2: Uh, I have not went to the bank
1: yet. <laughs> you probably don't know what to do with that much money. <laughs> uh, no,
2: sir. Uh, uh, neither one of us have ever had a
1: check with that many zeros on it. So. I, I, I'm telling you, and and you gotta just feel so blessed, Benji, to to have been in that position, and and we're gonna get into that real quick. And but I guess first of all, let's start with overall the first annual Brandon belt tournament. What, what was your takeaway from it? Uh, obviously you have a lot to take away from it because you take away hundred thousand dollars, but just your overall opinion on how everything was run and how it went.
2: I mean, overall the, you know, for the first annual, I, we were very pleased with how the tournament was put together. Um, you know, all the, all the media coverage, uh the weigh-in process i mean we couldn't have asked for a better tournament you know it was a good experience for the anglers and i think for the spectators
1: yeah so the event was run real smoothly I, like i said in weigh-ins weigh-ins sometimes can be a cluster as we both know but uh so it was it was fairly easy and i think y'all went out of castle boykin am i correct
2: yeah so the first the well both days were trailering but uh um, yeah. yeah so we trailered both days and uh i mean when you got ready to weigh your fish you know there was no there was no weight at the at the tanks to weigh in you went straight to the scales so uh you know pretty smooth process
1: yeah yeah and boy i tell you what that makes it a lot easier you know if there's one thing we have learned through covid uh benji i know fishing the bfls and the uh, solo 150 tours with aba and the aba opens when we started uh it seems like the weigh-ins go so much faster now with the way we're doing that. Only a limited number of bags are out, so you don't have a bunch of pile-up people at the scales. Uh, it just seems to flow so much better now, and I'm glad a, a lot of these tournament directors are sticking to those systems because I, I like them. You're in there, you're out of there, and if you and even if you're not waiting on the check, you can get your stuff, load up, and be gone and headed back to the house.
2: I I, I agree. You know the the fishers and man crew and. Ross Motorsports guys and, you know, Brandon crew. career, they, you could tell
1: it was a very well thought out process. Well, Benji, let's let's get into the fishing part of this event for you guys. Uh, first of all, of course, there was no practice the week of this event. It was dead water up until the day of the event, correct? Yes, sir. So your practice period had to be cut off, I think, Sunday at midnight. You were pretty much done. How, how did your practice go? Did you practice Saturday and Sunday? What was y'all's, what was y'all's routine?
2: Well, we went – we went Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before the tournament, and uh, you know, kind of got on a little pattern. Um, you know, throughout the weekend, we kept watching the forecast for the for the following week and, and seeing that cold front was coming. So, uh, we started kind of searching for areas that would be protected from the north wind. Cause, mm-hmm. You know, we, we all know how how rough Rayburn can get. Yes, yes. And we wanted to you know give ourselves a chance to build a fish on day one. So, um, one particular area that, uh, you know, we felt good about and, uh, you know, we, we went to it day one and, uh, you know, the conditions weren't ideal, but, but we were able to get in there and settle down and, uh, you know, fish our
0: area.
1: Now, were you trying to focus on with, with the, with the front coming in and the water temperature starting to drop again late in the week, this past week, uh, and you knew it was coming for the tournament. Did you start focusing on the deep part of the drains? Did you go out on the main lake? Were you looking for deep brush tops? What was your, what was y'all's focus?
2: Well, the, the, the area that we had, um, it was, it was a drain. It was a drain, 10 to 15 foot of water. And, uh, we, you know, found some fish in it and, uh, you know, during off limits, we never really know what those fish are going to do when you show back up, but, uh, luckily they stayed and, uh. You know, got got into the area, and uh, you know, we were just we were fishing an, an area. It wasn't a spot. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and uh, you know, pretty much in the middle of the drain.
1: Right. Now, what was your yeah. uh, what was probably the best technique for you guys to to reach those fish in the drain? Were you Carolina rigging? Was you deep cranking? What was it? Well, the-
2: we kept it. We kept it pretty simple. Uh, we we caught everything on Texas rig saw plastics. Okay. This
1: he- heavy weight, yeah. lightweight.
2: Uh, we had to, you know, use <laughs> a half ounce weight, you know, at least on day one because the wind was blowing so yeah. hard, you know, just to be able to
1: get it down. You want to talk yeah. about what you were throwing?
2: Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty simple. Uh, caught some of them on a, a Zoom Trick Worm, okay, and uh, the other ones were a couple different creature baits.
1: Right, right,
2: and. uh, you know, just fished uh, just fish slow, and, and really tried to pick everything apart. And, uh, you know, was able to get some good bites.
1: Right, right. How much did, uh, do you guys have the forward facing sonar, the Lowrance, or the or the uh, Garmin? Uh,
2: we we did not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have a Garmin on my boat, but we did not. Uh, we it, didn't
1: use it. It wasn't a factor in this event. You you basically found those fish in the drains and and just. You knew they were there, you focused on them, and just tried to make them bite.
2: That's right. And, you know, it helped. We uh, was able to get a seven-pounder early on day one, and it kind of kind of settled us down and gave us some confidence to stay, you know, in that area. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so that, that really, really helped a lot.
1: Yeah, that, that tends to uh, make you – because especially this time of year, being just, those fish tend to group up in, in, in size and quality. They tend to roam together, don't they?
2: Yeah, and, you know, the spot or the, you know, the area we caught the seven-pounder on, it ended up paying off, um, you know, and went back to it later on in the day and caught one over four off of it, and then uh, as far as day two goes, we, you know, we went to it and uh,
1: we caught two six-pounders back-to-back cast off of it, so. Now, were those on the trick worm or the creature baits? Those were on the trick worm. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've had some success with a trick worm over there, especially early in the year. There's something about that trick worm, and it just seems to catch catches quality. And uh, yeah, so I'm now sure. let's let's look at. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, folks, when when I'm going to talk about consistency, uh, it doesn't get no more consistent than these guys. Five ounces separated day one from day three. Day one they had twenty one thirty two. Day two was canceled. Uh, had some had some uh, uh, high wind coming through. Uh it just was not going to be so – an ice storm basically was going to be coming through. Wasn't for sure if that was going to affect that area or not, so the tournament director decided just to just basically call off day two. And uh, But on day three, these guys go right back out there again and catch a twenty one thirty seven. So, again, five-ounce difference from day one to day two. I mean, God, Benji, yeah, it, it don't get any more consistent than that.
2: Yeah, I mean it just it, it worked out. Uh, you know, like I said, was able to get those those two good bites early on day two, and that that really that really saved the day. And uh, you know, we we went and did some running around day two with the you know the weather was a lot nicer, and uh, caught fish all day, but uh, just never could never could call up you know,
0: right
1: from
2: what we had.
1: So, so uh, when you say so day one and day three were you were that all your fish basically come from the same stretch or the same area for both tournament both days yes sir
2: yes okay. sir and uh, we had you know wow four or five areas that that we had on our mind mm-hmm. and uh you know the 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 place we went on day one ended up being you know the best spot so we we just said you know sat around and milked it for all we could get off of it and uh the other the other areas they I think the wind kind of got to them, you know, between Thursday and Friday. Uh, they were a little stirred up and we was able to get bites off of them, but just right. nothing that would uh, you know improve our bag.
1: yeah, it wasn't the same quality.
2: Right.
1: Did you have any people Did anybody else uh, competing in the same area that you were in? did you have to try to fight people off or did y'all kind of have it to yourself?
2: Believe it or not, uh, we didn't we didn't have anybody anybody around us either
1: days wow yep boy that's rare on rayburn as you well know yes sir that is hard to find those areas because you 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 look out there and let's be honest there's really not any more secrets on rayburn anymore but this time of year fish can group up in different areas depending on water level that maybe anglers aren't used to looking for them and so sounds like y'all found them and y'all found the mother load and and uh, again, you found a, an area that you could weigh consistent bags uh, over 21 pounds both days. Uh, so even with a weather change, it, it sounds like it didn't really affect you guys that much. Uh, no, sir. You know, uh, you know, I think they actually bit better on
2: Thursday with the with the rain. You know, and uh, uh, we we got more bites. I would say Thursday. Yeah, than yeah.
1: Before like the front, Saturday. yeah. Yeah, and, and that's to be expected. You know, after day one, David Curtis and Mark Mushek, uh, they 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 were leading this event and dropped down all the way to 34th with uh, 1585 after leading day one with the 2574. And uh, so when you guys went out, uh, I think y'all were in sixth, if I'm not mistaken, after day one. Is that correct?
2: That's correct.
1: And so when you went back out, I guess you felt like because you were only, what, uh, four and a half pounds, five pounds behind? Uh, yeah. So I mean, you, we, you had to feel pretty we, good about your chances to win it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. And, I mean, if you look at those guys that were, you know, five places ahead of us, I mean, you look at the names in that field, I mean, it, that's intimidating. Oh, you know, yeah, those, yeah. Well, time guys catch them. And you know, they, they always catch
1: them. The, yep, David Curtis you know, is one of these sticks on Sam Rayburn without a doubt. Him and Mark both are a great team,
2: yeah. And also, uh, Cole and Marshall, <laughs> yes, I mean, exactly. Just,
1: they're phenomenal over there, so. yep. And uh, so well, man, Benji, hey, congratulations, dude. Again, y'all end up winning this thing with 42.69 for a hundred thousand dollar first place. Anything particular? Are you, are you, of course, I know y'all split that so. But that's a lot of money. I mean, I'd say your fishing's paid up for the year. <laughs> well,
2: you know, it's fishing, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so okay. any plans, any new boats or anything uh, you're looking to expend that money on or did the wife get most of it?
2: Well, I uh, really hadn't decided uh, what what I'm going to do with it yet. You know,
1: everybody would like a new boat, but, yeah. uh, yeah.
2: we'll just, we'll see how that goes.
1: That might be a good down payment on these new boats today. That's about it. Good gosh. Yeah, that's, that's right. These boats are out, out of sight. So, uh, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear y'all had a great experience. Congratulations on the win. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things I know Brandon belt is looking to do next year. Uh, they're even talking about a, a, a pro circuit in this region. Uh, so I think a lot of people are going to be paying attention Uh, to what Brandon is going to do next year. I think he's got a lot of plans to continue to grow the Brandon belt fishing uh, organization. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, I'm glad to hear y'all had a, again, I wasn't there, but I know my partner, Kevin Jean, he, he was there and, and uh, he was very impressed with how the whole thing went from registration, even through the weigh-ins just like you were. So uh, 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 again, uh, congratulations to to you and Dustin uh you got a pretty good stick there with Dustin himself so
2: No, oh, absolutely.
1: And uh all right, well Benji, we appreciate you being on today. Thank you for uh for coming on, giving us uh some good information. And uh well, any, anybody anybody you want to thank? Um well, I'd
2: like to thank Dustin, my partner for, you know, putting the time in, you know, and
1: uh couldn't have done it without him. Yep, it takes two on something like this. And uh well, again, thank you. Appreciate you, Benji.
2: All
1: right, thanks for having me on. All right. That's Benji Gillette. Again, he is one of the guys that was a part of the winning team between him and Dustin Rivers. And again, Dustin's a great angler himself. I know Dustin and uh, he does a great job, uh, understands bass fishing as good as anybody. So, but uh, so real quick, we're going to take another quick break. And when we return, I've got the BFL results, which were absolutely phenomenal as to they caught them at Toledo Bend. Everything you've heard about Toledo Bend, uh, how horrible it's been, you can forget that because. They brought some bags in at Toledo Bend, and and they're continuing to catch them. This could be a really good spring at Toledo Bend. We'll be right back with more of those results when we return with more Tackle Talk Live
0: are you looking for the finest custom built rods ever made then look no further than pride rods fishing rods built to last and made in montgomery texas constructed by mr billy Kissler with the finest gary loomis north fork composite blanks available they offer a complete line of both spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water pride rods do more than pass the eye test they excel in performance as well ask your local tackle dealer if they carry pride rods and pick one up and try it for yourself you'll See why so many anglers are using pride rods. To learn more, go to priderods.com or call 832 418 6040. The next time you're headed for Toledo Bend or Sam Rayburn, stop by Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle. They have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones. Whether your trip calls for bass fishing, white perch tackle, catfish bait, or the ultimate fighting shiners, Keith's Tackle has you covered. Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Bend. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. The Lakes Insurance Agency is an independent insurance agency that has been taking care of Texans' insurance needs for over 25 years, offering auto, homeowners, boat, RV, life, health, and commercial insurance. Owner Clark Moore is a local guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs. For a free quote, give him a call and see why so many Texans trust the Lake Insurance Agency. Located at 805 Southeast Stalling Suite 3, Nacogdoches, Texas, or or call 936-205-4467. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff.
1: Hey, thank you guys for tuning us in today. Again, we appreciate you. And, uh, again, I want to thank Benji Gillette for coming on with us and giving us an awesome report as to how him and Dustin Rivers called him at Sam Rayburn. And I can't say thank you enough for all that. Appreciate that. A lot of you guys that will be clicking on this video later on to get some good information, there are some good tips in there for you guys headed for Sam Rayburn and maybe how you want to approach that lake uh, as as we speak. This segment is presented by Pride Rods. Keith Toledo Bend Tackle the Lakes Insurance Agency of Nacogdoches and Broadest, Texas, by the way. And uh, so two locations now to serve you for Lakes Insurance Agency. We appreciate their support. And Lone Star Bass Trail. And coming up for Lone Star Bass Trail, they've got an MLF. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, their next event is going to be Castle Boykin. Looks like February 27th. That's an open team event. So looking forward to that. Then they'll have another one on March the 20th. So if you want to see their entire schedule, Uh, Go to LoneStarBashTrail.com and you can pull up their 2022 schedule uh, of events. And they're all the way through the month of August, which is the Ironman event at the end of the August. So uh, make sure you check that out. And again, we appreciate Lone Star Bass Trail and all their support. And and we'll have the results for you for the uh, 27th event coming up at at Sam but We'll have those results for you when they occur. And uh, so looking forward to that as well. Now, the BFL, yeah, once again, uh, we 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 try to tell you when you come on this show, it is nothing. It's it's like a it's like the lucky charm. It's like the four-leaf clover. You, 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 it's, it's something you could put in your pocket and say, hey, I was on Tackle Talk Live. I you got an advantage going out that day. Tater Reynolds won the tournament. We had him on last week. Tater went out there and caught another 27-pound bag. Yeah, 27-14, almost 28 pounds, uh for a 4500 dollars win at the BFL. Uh, so they probably didn't have the turnout they normally would have had for this event, but it's because of the Brandon belt tournament going on. And, uh, and if the Brandon belt would have had day two and they'd had a cut like they were supposed to do. Then there were, a lot of those guys would have gone and fished the BFL on Saturday. But since everybody had to fish on Saturday for the Brandon Belt, that probably, well, no doubt, it hurt the BFL a little bit. But they ended up paying all the way down through 25th place. It took 10 pounds, 7 ounces to get a check, and that was Damian Clements. Uh, he got the last check for $261. Uh, just looking at the uh, – the Rundown here again. Tater Reynolds was in first with 27 14. Cody Pitt, we know Cody, 26 12. Joshua Moore had 22 10. Anthony Templeton had 21 01. So the top four bags were all 20 pound plus bags. Uh, so now from it, it drops off from fifth on down pretty quick. Uh, Randy, uh, Kapil, Kapil I think it's uh, Kavapel. I think it's how you say that. 1705 was fifth. Jace Garrison, uh Chase Garrison was 16-13 for six. Logan Shearer, we know Logan, he was seventh with 16-12. <clears throat> Michael Scalise was eighth with 1602. Robert Lafitte was ninth with 1407 and 10th place, rounding out the top 10 was James. Alan Pruitt with 14.04. So, to make the top 10, all oh, you needed 14 pounds or better. And uh, so, congratulations to those guys and congratulations to the BFL for for another good event there on Toledo Ben. And again, Toledo Bend, uh we'll, we'll try to get some more details maybe from Tater and some of these other guys that fished that. Uh, I, I got a gut feeling. The north end of the lake is probably starting to turn on, which is normal this time of year on Toledo Bend. And uh, so I just don't know how much the wind uh, probably affected or the weather affected those fish over at Toledo Bend since uh, uh, some of these guys. I think Saturday was was a pretty good weather day, and I don't think they had much trouble getting to their fish. But anyway, uh, again, congratulations to Tater Reynolds for a 27-14-pound bag uh, t- to win that event Let's see here. What else we got to talk about? <clears throat> okay, real quick. Here's what's coming up. Sam Rayburn. Well, first of all, let me back up. Last week in the ABA Open Series East Texas Division, that event was canceled, and they they're, they're going to. It was at Lake of the Pines because of all the icy roads, icy weather, the ice storm that came through. They canceled it. Chris Wayan said he will announce the the event, and when he announces, when that event's going to be made up. He will let us know, and we'll make sure we pass the word on to you. Uh, The next ABA event will be an East Texas Division ABA Open Series on Lake Palestine, uh, February 19th, so make sure you check that out. All you ABA guys, that'll be your next event. Also, February 12th, this coming weekend, Bass Champs arrives at Toledo Bend, and so with all the – the, the fishing that's going on at Toledo Bend right now, I'm glad to see Bass Champs making a return visit there. Hopefully, they'll have a great event as well. Uh, February 10th to the 12th is starting, I guess that would be what, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <clears throat> Toyota Series, MLF Toyota Series kicks off on Sam Rayburn. So, that ought to be a really good event as well. Fish are biting over there at, at Sam Rayburn. And then February 25th and 26th, uh, I think you already have to be registered for this. It is the Bass Federation on Red Rivers, the Louisiana Bass Federation. They'll have their first tournament of the year on Red River. The second one will be down south, Louisiana. So if you're looking to fish the Federation, you probably, I think, should have already been signed up for that. I think there was a deadline on that. But anyway, also, ABA Open Series and the Solos are taking registrations right now. The Solo 150s, uh, numbers are starting to come up with that as we're slowly approaching the start of the season for the Solo 150s with ABA. March 18th and 19th will be at Lake Texoma. uh, April 22nd and 23rd is on Lake Euphala, Oklahoma. And then June 17th and 18th, right there, early part of the summer, uh, Sam Rayburn, uh, out of Castle Boykin, will be the final event for the ABA Solo 150 Tour, uh, which had good numbers last year. I think we averaged about 80 to 85 boats. Uh, and, again, it is what it says. It's a solo. There's no co-anglers. No, it's not a pro-am. It's a pro tournament <clears throat> circuit with uh, basically you fish by yourself. I mean, if you show up with your boat, you sign up, you're fishing in your boat, you're going solo. And it has got had great reviews last year. Chris Wayne did a wonderful job with ABA. This is a new circuit that cranked up this past year. It's one of those things that's taking time to get going. Uh the, there's two divisions. There's a Southeast Division and there's a Southwest division. Of course, we're in the Southwest. The Southeast is over there. Florida, Alabama, Georgia. They got three tournaments over there that they're looking and they're looking to add more circuits to this particular uh Circuit, they're they're adding more divisions to this particular circuit. Solo 150s probably in 2023, so it's starting to grow. It's it's one of those circuits that just takes time to get out there, and uh, so looking forward to seeing exactly how this continues to go. If, if you're looking to fish it, go to abaamericanbassanglers.com, americanbassanglers.com. Call, you can click on the website, or you can register online, or you can call in to register, and I'm sure they'd love to hear, love to have you. So and and by the way, all you ABA Open guys and all you ABA Solo 150 guys, the Ray Scott National Championship is coming to our region a year from April. It's going to be the the first weekend of the first week of April in 2023. The Ray Scott National Championship will be out of Red River South in Shreveport on the beautiful Red River. So looking forward to bringing those guys from the eastern part of the country over here for the championship. Should be a great event. So if you're looking to qualify for this event, uh, you got to finish in the top five in your division for the ABA Open Series. If you're in the East Texas Division or the, uh, the South Texas Division, top five guys at the end of the points for the year, those five guys automatically qualify for the race. Scott on Red River. And uh, so looking forward to uh, uh, trying to make that happen. I'll, I'll be a part of that deal as well. Uh, don't forget – Bash, cash, bash. Sign up if you're fishing in this area and you're going to Caddo, you're going to Toledo, you're going to Rayburn, guys. Come on, South Louisiana. Sign up. It's you can sign up for a hundred dollar bill, and it, the tournament lasts all the way through. I think uh, almost. I think July the fourth is the final date. So from now till July the fourth, on any of those bodies of water I just named. You can go out there and catch you a tag fish when up to fifteen hundred dollars, or a new boat, or a new truck. So check it out; it's it's well worth your time. It's well worth the money spent because you, again, you don't want to be that guy that didn't sign up and you go over there and you catch a fish. Matter of fact, in the Brandon Belt tournament, somebody actually caught one, and in the MLF, uh, when those guys there were there for the. Uh, Tackle Warehouse Pro Tour, one of those pros caught one, and he was registered, so he won $1,500. So it can happen, guys. It can happen. And this has been going on for several years now, so even if you catch a tag fish from four years ago, you're going to win possibly some really nice sunglasses or a new ride, uh, maybe a new fishing reel. You're going to get a really nice prize for bringing that tag in that's been two or three years ago. Any tag fish you bring in, You're going to win. And this year's tags, I believe, are a chartreuse green. So if you catch a chartreuse green one, that's this year's tags. So make sure you check it out. That's going to wrap us up for me and Kevin. Hopefully Kevin will be back here next week. Uh, Thank you for tuning us in. Please check us out on YouTube. Hit subscribe. We're only a few subscribers away from hitting a magic number we're trying to hit. So if you get a, and that way you'll get notifications of when this show is going to be on, check us out on Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, Podcast. We're, we're out there. We're, we're just social gurus. Okay. So if you'd like to become a member of our sponsorship team as well, make sure to message us on our Facebook page. And Kevin will make sure he gets back to you with a packet or he'll give you a call and we'll get you lined up to be a part of the program. And by the way, the last two or three weeks, we we're averaging about 3,000 views per episode. So for all of you looking to be a sponsor of this program, thinking about it, that's a lot of exposure for a minimal amount of money. So looking forward to maybe hearing back from each of you that would like to be a part of this program. Thank you for the guys that are doing it. Thank you for the guys that are with us already. We can't say thank you enough. So for Kevin Jean. Our producer, James Stanfield, and yours truly, Steve Graff. Thanks for watching. We'll see you
0: next week right here with more Tackle Talk Live.